0: Married life is often referred to as a journey. This makes sense. There are many twists and turns and unexpected things that can come up when a couple decides to marry. And a married couple, like any traveler, is not judged based on the adversity that they face or the change that they encounter, but the way that they navigate it. My name is Trevor White. And this is Marriage Stories. All right. Welcome. Well, this week on Marriage Stories, we are blessed to be joined by Rose and Tom. Thank you so much for being with us this week. Our pleasure. Glad to be here. Wonderful. Wonderful. So as we always do here, could you introduce your partner?
1: Okay, I'll start. Um, this is my husband, Tom. Mm-hmm. We've been married for uh, thirty-seven years. This mm-hmm. year it'll be mm-hmm. thirty-eight in yes. August. Uh, we met when we uh, both worked at the for the Catholic Archdiocese of Seattle, mm-hmm. and uh, got married. Uh, Oh, well, a year or so after we met, I guess. Two years. We met two, in '84. Got married yeah. So we got to be good friends. We shared an office uh, together mm-hmm. and got to be friends, and eventually fell in love and got married. Yeah. Um, we have lived in seven different houses. Are we in our seven? Wow,
0: seven I mean. houses. Nice. Yeah,
1: and it's, it makes us sound kind of like we're nomads, but. Uh, yeah.
0: Or real estate barons, I don't know. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Just knew the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> knew the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom is ten years older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have never really felt that age difference. Although as mm-hmm. we move into year thirty-eight, maybe we're starting to feel a little bit of that age difference. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, um, I am a two-time cancer survivor, and mm-hmm. uh, after. Both uh, major surgeries. Uh, Tom was my caregiver, and mm-hmm. one of the things that I love most about him is that he does not shy away from, he is not squeamish about, uh, you know, anything medical. And so yeah, one of the right. one of the things after abdominal surgery, you have to uh, have uh, anti coagulating shots. Mm. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you right. you know you, you don't want to th- you won't develop blood clots after right. surgery. Right. So Tom, you know, not to make your audience squeamish, <laughs> but he uh, he learned very quickly how mm-hmm. to give the shots, and they nice. were daily shots mm-hmm. for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He was amazing that way. Uh, mm-hmm. He's also incredibly uh, persistent so Mm -hmm. one of the things they want you to do after you've had major surgery is to Mm -hmm. walk Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i was like no no i don't really feel it he's let's Mm -hmm. go for a walk. no no i don't really feel like for a walk and he'd wait about 15 minutes and then he would say let's go for a walk (laughs) and so finally i would just like give in and say okay Mm -hmm. i'll go for a walk and You know, it was through his persistence and care that uh, I recovered really quickly from both of the surgeries and now am cancer free and have been for a while. Uh, Tom uh, is retired from Boeing where he was a Mm -hmm. scheduler uh, on the military side of Boeing. Um, Mm -hmm. He is extremely detail oriented and Mm -hmm. very, very good at at that work that he Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. I've been retired now for 10 years years, Nice, and um, loves to play golf. Uh, When we were first married, we lived on Bainbridge Island. Mm. And um, I thought maybe I would try to take up golf. And we went out once Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I
1: realized that there is no instant gratification in golf. And so very readily turned that over to him and said, Go for it. You go play golf.
0: Well, you're <laughs> saying he's, uh, he's not squeamish. He's persistent. He's detail-oriented. These are traits that work well for marriage and for golf, I think. Yes.
1: And the best quality about, about Tom is that he knows how to fix everything. Wow. wow. So if something breaks in the house mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. in a car or wherever it breaks, Tom is, like, incredibly patient Mm -hmm. and quite knowledgeable, very Mm -hmm. kind of matter of fact. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it is one of my favorite, most marvelous. And then I think the other really incredible quality about Tom Mm -hmm. is we call him the great navigator.
0: The great navigator.
1: Yes. Because he knows how to read a map really well. Nice. And uh, and so we've learned that we really love to travel, especially Mm -hmm. in Europe. Mm -hmm. And Tom is usually the navigator while I'm driving. The only challenge is that there have been times where he has said, turn, stay left, and I've turned right. And added, you know, 45 minutes to where we were going. (laughs) Because I wasn't
0: listening as terribly as I should have. (laughs) Yes.
2: Wonderful. Tom, is this a fitting introduction to you? I guess that is um, yeah. I'll my way right over here the, the yeah. map is to, me to this side of the page. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. Can you, can you introduce the audience here to Rose? Um, I met Rose in 1984. Um, mm-hmm. she was born in Yakima, but we've both been raised in Seattle, went to high school mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. um, and to college for that matter. First, first go around of college. And so, um, we, uh, we got our started here locally and, and mm-hmm. have continued to live here, with one exception, um, all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a three-year stint in, in California just as part mm-hmm. of Rose's um, transition from one job to another. And mm-hmm. um, After three years, it was time to come back, and that worked out fine. Mm-hmm. One thing I noticed about Rose from very early on is that she brings a great um, deal of talent and mm-hmm. talents um, to our relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Right from the very beginning, I noticed that she always had some kind of fabric in her hand. Mm. Uh, She did embroidery and counter-cross-stitch and just Mm like that, that manipulate, that fingers on the fabric Mm -hmm. manipulation and and, and produce some really um, stuff that we still have in frames here and have given Mm. away that was really good. Um, she still sews. Um, we have a sewing machine um, that um, she pulls out from time to time. And she's been, now that we have um, great nephews and nieces, um, mm-hmm. she's been making them clothing and, and uh, what have you. And that's been, um, um, and she's just really good at it. And, mm-hmm. and, and always her gifts are, are always appreciated from that. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually has a great singing voice. Um, At a very, even in her teenage years, um, she was singing in the choruses at musicals Mm. at her high school. She actually learned to play the guitar. And, um, early in her uh, life, before I met her even, um, she was singing at church and leading the songs and occasionally yes. a wedding or funeral, um, she'd be, um, um, basically, um, invited to perform the music mm-hmm. for, the, for those events and, mm-hmm. um, sang in choirs over the years and, um, mm-hmm. and n- not as much lately because of a variety of circumstances, but, mm-hmm. um, she still has a, a very strong and, and, yeah. and very, um, uh, gifted, um, singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um she's always looked at possibilities. I've always enjoyed mm-hmm. the fact that she can look down the road and, and, mm-hmm. and see, um, well, we could do this, or this is an mm-hmm. opportunity. Or what's mm-hmm. about this possibility? Um, right. Whereas I tend to be more of, um, um, I'm more of, um, well, um, if we stayed home, I could paint the garage, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Or, 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 or as I did last week, um, I swapped out the garbage disposal, which had developed a, leak. So, right, um, right. Just, um, but those things are, I, those are, those are easy for me. Yes. Um, the things that I think that, um, that mostly have assisted us, um, in our, uh, relationship mm-hmm. is that, um, um, we're curious. Yeah, um, we're, we're, yeah. we're still looking for ways to explore and understand uh, right. who we are and how mm-hmm. we grow mm-hmm. and, um, to do things that are new while still mm-hmm. retaining some <laughs> semblance of, uh, attachment to reality. Um, right. but, um, um, we've learned over the years that we've, we've done a number of things. We had a boat for a while. We've Ooh. traveled quite a bit. Um, and, and it's just, um, um, the things that we do together, um, are, um, are the very special mm-hmm. times for us. And, yeah. um, and if I was going to identify us as there's, there's many things that we do, but if I was going to say, there's one mm-hmm. thing that, that really, um, is obvious to us is that we're best friends. Mm-hmm. And We have mm-hmm. been since the very, very beginning. We yeah. know lots of couples for whom their marriage is one thing, but their best friends are are somebody else or we sure. right. socialize with. Um, we prefer doing things together, whether it's right. having people in for dinner or um, mm-hmm. or, or traveling or whatever. And many of our travels we've taken relatives with us, um, yeah. and um, and we've enjoyed that a lot. We have a, a daughter; she's now thirty two. Uh, that will mm-hmm. come up further in our discussion. Um, mm-hmm. I understand as time goes on here, but, um, um, she also, um, we encouraged and traveled travel with her when mm-hmm. she was younger and, and then on occasions, um, invited her to bring some of her friends with her to, to mm-hmm. make it an enjoyable social experience. Yeah. So, and what's your daughter's name? Kaylee. Kaylee. Awesome. A, yeah. It's an Irish name. Um, nice.
0: Nice. Uh, Kay, Kaylee. Yeah. So wonderful. Wonderful. So Rose, is a fitting introduction to you?
1: I think so. Yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So it's wonderful to meet you two. Now, now you mentioned a little bit of how you came to be as a couple um, that that you met back in 1984. Um, can you give us a little more around like what what how how you met one another and uh, what was the first time you saw each other? Uh, I think the first
1: time I saw you, there was a. chancery-wide meeting Mm -hmm. and uh, I had already been working for the Catholic Archdiocese for Mm -hmm. a couple of years uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in the administration uh, department administrative Mm -hmm. services and uh, the chancery um, at the time was a very small building Mm -hmm. and when Tom came in um to a job that was fairly newly formed, right? (laughs) Right. Were you the first person in that job? I was. Um, He he reported to the same person that I did, and Mm -hmm. because the chancery was pretty small, we shared an office.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so... uh,
1: we got to become really good friends because yeah. we were not actually too much further apart than we are right now in that <laughs> <Right>. office. <laughs> it was a very right. small office and yes. we had a
2: computer terminal. No, we didn't at first. Well, we did later. Oh yeah, that's at, right. At, at, at first um, we only had, there was only one computer terminal. Which oh, yeah. still, in those days we're still relatively new to have computers. Even. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but basically, we had to share the terminal. And mm-hmm. kind of, I
1: think the other one was an IBM Selectric. Right?
2: Yeah. It was, yeah mm-hmm. so anyway, we yeah. we were able to uh, we, uh-huh. we made that work. It's just because right. our jaws would take us out of that space, and then we mm-hmm. that's what we would just use the the machine instead. Sure. Right. But we're
1: both um, we're both faithful Catholics to this mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. We, we are what uh, I don't know if your audience knows what a cradle Catholic is, but. Mm-hmm. Um, a cradle Catholic is someone who was baptized Catholic at birth uh, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. as a very small infant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Tom and I are both cradle Catholics mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and to this day remain very, very active yeah. uh, in the church, in leadership uh, mm-hmm. positions mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as much as women can be leaders in the Catholic church, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> which is a big part of the discussion right, going discussion right now right. With, uh, yeah. with the universal church. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, uh, Tom had a degree, uh, um, in ministry and mm-hmm. theology mm-hmm. and, um, a couple of years ago, I completed my own, uh, master's mm-hmm. in theology yeah. from the right. university.
0: Right. And
1: so it's, uh, it's an interest that mm-hmm. has been with us since the time we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, uh, we go for walks every day and- mm-hmm. Often, the discussion, a conversation we have is about theology.
0: Yeah. Um, right. You
1: know, um, Which is, yeah. you know,
0: that not not every couple you are passing, you know, maybe getting into the finer points of transubstantiation, but maybe they will. Yes. Maybe they are. Well, I don't know what neighborhood you uh, live in. That's really mean by that. You yes. know? <laughs> now, now, I'm curious because, like you mentioned, we met, we're sharing an office, um, we have a 10 year age gap. There's things that might, dissuade someone from, from sharing romantic feelings for the, you know, they're starting to develop them, right? There's, there's complications that you might've observed, right? They're like, Hey, if even though I'm attracted to this person or drawn, I'm drawn to them, this could be challenging, right? You know, if I vocalize that. Right. right? So how did you
2: navigate that? I think for the first, at least the first year, um, our, whatever feelings would have, would have had were, um, I would—I shouldn't say lost, but um, unexpressed—even um, mm. um, even a thought. Um, they were—we um, um, ex- the, were exploring more of the friendship side of it, um, mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. friendship skills more than romantic skills. Sure, I would say. sure. Um, trust and and sense of humor and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, um, how would you go about this task? And and right. why is the computer shut down today? And whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever the. Um, the 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 moment was mm-hmm. and it wasn't until later when um um we began to look at each other perhaps more in in, in a physical sense um notice mm-hmm. the physical capabilities of each other um mm-hmm. in, in those days and um, that was 38 years ago in those days i still had hair um <laughs> and so, uh, and so right. it was possible that i was even attractive in those days um, yeah. but, uh, um it seems like rose thought so and i thought so as well um And it was was a very, it wasn't, it was not very, I I would like to say, um, it was not very dramatic. Um, Mm -hmm. It might have been kind of sudden, but it was not dramatic in the sense of that by the time we actually were able to express those feelings for each Mm -hmm. other um, in in more than just a friendship way, um, um, it was not like, oh my God, where would that come from? It was more Mm -hmm. like, ah, okay, um, that's... um, that's right. Where this belongs, that yeah. I mean, that it was kind of just a, about on schedule. An acknowledgement of
1: feelings <laughs> yeah, that right. had, you know, kind of been running under the surface for sure for a year or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when we finally realized that we were met meant for each other, mm-hmm. then it was a pretty easy decision to yeah. Yeah. move into marriage yeah. together. We yeah. had
2: we had some family support, but not from everybody. Um, and we also. Um, um, we were questioned about our age difference, um, mm-hmm. sure. our what's on difference. Um, we, um, she was into country music. I was into rock. I mean, it was kind of, yeah. you know, how, how are we going to, how are we going to reconcile, um, classic
0: Romeo and Juliet kind yeah, of, right. Cap, <laughs> Capulets and Montagues. It
2: didn't seem to matter really. You um, know? <laughs> Rose was just, yeah. just after, after earning her degree in French, um, she was basically just starting her career. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, already had um, um, a number of years in, in right. a variety of pastoral ministries including mm-hmm. teaching six years at Kennedy high school mm-hmm. and um, and so um, with my educational background and and, mm-hmm. and my degree um, yeah. it was um, it made it um, um, it made it uh, you know uh, we both brought strengths uh, in terms of mm-hmm. uh, degree and experience um, totally into yeah. the relationship which which enabled us to talk seriously about things as well as about um, our feelings for each other. And I think that right. that combination, the balance between those two helped a lot mm-hmm. in terms of our, uh, of our overall growth mm-hmm. in, in, as a couple. Yeah, yeah. So so you mentioned, right, okay, after
0: a year or so, we, we, first, we first kind of shared that we've had these feelings for each other. Was it, you know, kind of unanimous at the time? <laughs> who who, who, who uh, spoke first? How did that go? it
2: was pretty spontaneous but pretty much at the same time I I'd think
1: I, I think you you know really made the first uh, overtures uh, in a more serious mm-hmm.
2: way and maybe maybe it was, it had been, before that it had been more casual or fun or, yeah. right. or whatever the case might be and we were Tom, we were we were not young um i was um when we met i was mm-hmm. 37 mm-hmm. and i we married just before my 40th birthday mm-hmm. and Rose married just after her 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we'd had, um, no serious relationships before that. Sure. Um, right. But, um, it was, um, we certainly had um, a lot of experience in just ordinary everyday life with mm-hmm. our own families and with other people around us. It's mm-hmm. what, um, but we were not young when we, when we got started, that's for sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and
0: so, Tom made the first move, so to speak, right? You know, and then, and then we got married not long after that. And like you were saying, Tom, like we, we hadn't had a lot of, you know, other adult relationship experience at this point in time, right? You That's know, correct. Right. and, and no, so not, not, not serious, you
2: know, right?
0: Long, not, not right. Long.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and so then we decided, let's, let's go, let's go for the big one, right? You know, and get married. Yeah. And, and was there any, doubt that you kind of um harbored at that point was it was it ever something that you were concerned about or like you mentioned there was the oh, age sure.
1: yeah I mean I remember standing in the back of the church I you know wanted to have pretty fingernails and back then mm-hmm. they would mm-hmm. just press on nails you know and I was standing Tom was at the front with the mm-hmm. with the minister and I was uh this is on the, your wedding
0: day right sorry this is your our wedding. wedding day yeah
1: yeah it's our wedding day And I'm standing in the back with my dad Mm -hmm. waiting for my turn to walk Mm -hmm. up the aisle with my Mm -hmm. dad. And I remember pressing the press on fingernails down one at a time, thinking, what am I doing, actually? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, to think that, I mean, I'm sure there are people who go into marriage Mm -hmm. No doubts whatsoever. This is exactly the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But as Tom said, neither one of us had really been in a serious Mm -hmm. relationship, long-lasting relationship before. And so it was very uncharted territory. Um, Totally. Yeah. But I, you know, I think back uh, to that day uh, you know, this year will be 38 years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I am so grateful that, yeah. you know, I made that decision. Yeah, It could easily, I could easily have said, you know what, I, mm-hmm. I think we're rushing this. This isn't the right thing to do.
0: Sure.
1: Um, sometimes you just kind of follow your gut. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not sure that's the best marriage advice or not, but, um, you know, for us right. it, it, it was, and absolutely. And, it right. really, I think a lot of it was that we both brought a great deal of maturity.
0: Yeah, um, right, right. To
1: our relationship, you know, totally. we we weren't. Neither one of us are kind of flighty people. Right, so.
0: right. And and couples that get together, you know, at your stage of life, right? You know, post thirty for the first, they're getting married for the first time, The, the all the benefits that you're describing here, the, the part of those marriages, right? And usually why those marriages last a lot longer, right? You know, on, on average, because like you're saying, we have a degree of emotional maturity. We kind of understand what we're looking for, what we want, and we can get married or or get started with that, those lives sooner, right? Than yeah. Than, yeah. than other folks mm-hmm. maybe can or should, right? And so, so you mm-hmm. experienced all those benefits and that led you to, you know, nearly 38 years here of, Mm -hmm. of a wonderful marriage. Now, when you go through that breadth of time with somebody, right, you know, there's bound to be moments that are, that are really wonderful and, and, you know, um, inspiring, triumphant moments that are very, very challenging. Right. You know, and, and I guess I'm wondering for y'all, when you look back on these 38 years, um, What would you say was the most challenging season? What was the period of time that you
2: found to be most difficult? I would go back. um, Rose's two cancer um, treatments were certainly uh, difficult, but she was um, she was older by then. She was um, more like in her fifties, early Mm -hmm. Mm fifties. But way back when um, we discovered, um, we had wanted, we decided early on that um, after a a suitable time of getting used to each other, that that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of our age, we would. Decide to have children relatively quickly in our relationship, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and we discovered um, um, a surprise um, right off Mm -hmm. the bat. Almost not right off the bat, but within a couple of years, um, that's that we were an infertile couple, Mm -hmm. and we were not Mm -hmm. able to um, conceive of children of our own. And that led to um, well, first the usual medical things where they run you through the mill of well, let's try this and have you and and testing and and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, But it also led us then um, kind of um, accidentally in some ways um, to consider adoption um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to having our own children. And and Rose will share it later probably, but um, um, she was more concerned, um, and so was I, that we would have the ability to raise a family and and have Mm -hmm. children. um, Mm -hmm. That didn't necessarily mean that we had to have childbirth or or consider them ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, we went... um, we, uh, we found out the hard way that I was, by that time I was over 40, mm-hmm. and it turns out the public agencies no longer, once you're over 40, they, they won't mm. support you for, for adoption. Well, mm-hmm. they
1: didn't back then. Well, at
2: least <laughs> I don't know what they would do <laughs> so this today. This would have been be, in the early 90s. early 90s. Right, right. Anyway, so um, the option, the best option, that we went to an adoption fair and, and met a, uh, a young, uh, several couples that, and, and two women in particular who mm-hmm. um, basically ran and had formed um, an adoption support mm-hmm. agency. Mm-hmm. Which also provides some matching type services. Yeah. So, right. Um, so we we talked about that and and after much discussion and, and soul searching and, and mm-hmm. uh, our our own expectation, um, we um, we said to them, okay, um, okay, um, s- sign us up. And they said, we well, you know this is going to take a while. It might be six right. months or a year. And of course, the next day the phone rings. And, oh, well, we have a baby for you. Yes. Right. We have a birth we have mother a birth for mother. you. Right. <laughs> was pregnant. And, uh, yeah. and, 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 um, based on what we've shared with them, which we had put together, you have to they make you put together a little booklet or pamphlet right. of, right. of, of your yeah. strengths and, and, and what you mm-hmm. enjoy and all that kind of stuff experiences. Yeah. Um, and so, um, we made this connection, um, mm-hmm. um, with this uh, woman who was five months pregnant at the time and, mm-hmm. and all the way down in Texas. Um, and, um, we, both she and we worked through that and, um, Basically, the the best part was that um, on October fourth, nineteen ninety one, we were in the birth room when yeah. our daughter was born. Yeah. Um, and if you never believed in miracles um, before that, um, watching a baby being born, you, you definitely uh, yeah. believe in miracles now. And, right. And I, I certainly, I, I certainly did. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and that's. Um, I, I still think that it, for most of our relationship, um, and and looking even at the at the. Thirty-two years later, um, that that's still um, probably the the, the highlight of, of of our family, as as in the depth of our relationship. Yeah. After that, um, our effort was mostly about raising the child, um, our our own relationship. Um, it wasn't that we took it for granted, but it became um, it just became stronger as we yeah. combined resources and and um, mm-hmm. emotional um, support for um, mm-hmm. for uh, for our baby. Absolutely, um, yeah. Um, so, and it was nice that we shared everything. Um, mm-hmm. um we, we shared feeding through the night, um, right, you know, changing right. diapers. It so didn't all just yeah. fall on one or the other of us, and, yeah. and it made mm-hmm. it um, a very, um, a very, uh, a good relationship. One of the yeah. things that I am, personality wise, I'm a really good listener, and in fact, of mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. people who would speak first or listen first, um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely a listen first, mm-hmm. sort of. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and um, I think that, um I always felt really comfortable with that. And I think Rose felt comfortable with that mm-hmm. um, because between the two of us, um, in if, a lot of the time we found that, that she would initiate a conversation, but mm-hmm. not, not like, well, I want to do this, but rather have you considered, or, or maybe we should mm-hmm. think about. It. Um, and my strength of, of listening first and mm-hmm. talking second, mm-hmm. um, I feel um, it helped me certainly um, make those adjustments and, and right. reflect yeah. on why I was doing what I was doing and, and the strengths that that brought to us totally yes
0: yeah. so they were complementary in that way now now Rose would you also say this time of discovering that we are not able to you know have a child and then adopting would you say that was the hardest time as well from your perspective
1: um it, it was a big surprise I'm mm-hmm. one of nine children yeah uh, right. and three of uh, my siblings are women or mm-hmm. I have three sisters mm-hmm. Um, well, one of them passed, my oldest sister mm-hmm. passed in 2017. Yeah. Right. Um, but none of them had trouble conceiving. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it was like, what? Like, yeah. how, right. how can that even possibly be with a right. mother that I had who was pregnant, you know, for a total mm-hmm. of, you know, 16 years sure. Right. <laughs> every right. other year, basically we yeah. right. had a child. Um, so there was a little bit of, uh. You know, as I said, we we're we're very deeply spiritual people, yeah. mm-hmm. and so the first place we both went was to mm-hmm. God to say, yeah. uh, "You sure you have this right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what's going on here?" Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we started the infertility work, and that mm-hmm. means you know you take infertility drugs yeah. and. Right you know, you have to have intercourse on schedule and it becomes very, very mechanical. Yeah, And um, we got to the point where they said, you're just not ovulating. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. now the next stage uh, is to, you know, get these shots and somebody has to learn how to give the shots and blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of where I hit the pause button and Mm -hmm. said, I don't care so much about being pregnant Mm -hmm. as I care about being a mother. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was not, you know, a lot of women, um, couples actually want biological children. They're biological children. Mm -hmm. And that was not, um, a showstopper for me. Sure. Sure. Um, I was very comfortable with an adoption process. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I think that Tom and I knew enough about each other that we knew we wouldn't be able to do very well with a special needs child. So anyone sure. who, you know, was maybe mm-hmm. born with fetal alcohol syndrome sure. or right. had physical disabilities, you know, like mm-hmm. cerebral palsy or something like that. Mm-hmm. We knew mm-hmm. that we didn't really, we, we were not, would not have been a good match right. for them. Right. Um, one of the, the early challenges mm-hmm. in working with Kaylee's birth mother is mm-hmm. that um, she was pretty certain that the baby was biracial. Mm-hmm. So she was uh, Caucasian. She is Caucasian, mm-hmm. and Kaylee's birth father is African American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, we were actually the third couple that this birth mother had been presented to. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first couple said, oh, Texas is too far away. And the second mm-hmm. couple said, oh, we don't want to take the chance on a biracial child. They mm-hmm. were looking for a Caucasian child. Mm-hmm. And so we were the third couple, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which really in and of itself is a little bit of a, we saw it as divine intervention, right. that it was a match that mm-hmm. uh, was intended to be. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's true. Our daughter is biracial. Yeah. Um, right. In fact, she identifies most often as black because mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. has beautiful brown skin, dark brown eyes, curly mm-hmm. Afro, yeah. you know, right. uh, that she wears right. as an Afro. So, um, so, yeah, you know, that part of it was um, a little bit scary. Uh, you know, sometimes you look back and go, what if we had decided, OK, this is too hard. Maybe we're mm-hmm. not going to have children mm-hmm. after all. And certainly mm-hmm. that would have been. a a pivotal moment for us. Um, We also, after Kaylee was, was uh, with us and Mm -hmm. the adoption was final and everything was fine. um, When she was three, we tried to adopt again.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: Mm -hmm. both times the, uh, it fell through not Mm -hmm. long after we started, you know, kind of trying to connect with the birth mother. And so Mm -hmm. then by that time, Tom was, close to 50 years old. And, uh, you know, we just kind of made the decision, I guess we're just going to be a one family because Tom didn't want to be 70 years old and, you know, have a 10-year-old child. So, Yeah. Or whatever
0: the math, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This isn't a math so, podcast, you know. It's marriage, right? right. So exactly. and, and and I appreciate like it, this is so true for couples, right? That you know, obviously, y'all been together for thirty-seven years, you know, and and you look back on the most challenging moment, and it was these first, you know, defining kind of you know, five to 10 years together where you're trying to figure out this decision about expanding your family, right? Mm-hmm. It's the pivotal moment for any couple usually, right? You know, and it was for yourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And it seems like, you know, at least the way you tell the story now that we were always in lockstep. Was that the case? Was it ever, you know, that, that either of us wanted to go a different direction than the other? Because there was all these decisions you made, right?
2: Yeah, and at, at that point, um, we didn't have the financial resources we have now, and at that point, we were still beginners at being, mm-hmm. didn't know a lot about being parents, and mm-hmm. and there was just, and even though we'd seen plenty of uh, our siblings' um, children and growing up, um, it was um, it was a new new territory for us, mm-hmm. um, and um, and yet, um, yeah, it was it was kind of like, um, um, let's do this, and and after we said mm-hmm. let's do it. And let's not only do it; let's do it well, and Mm -hmm. and make it work, and make it work for each other as well. And I think that was um when you talk about pivotal, yeah, it's pivotal, but I think it's also definitive in some ways. In that Mm -hmm. um, we've kind of defined ourselves now as not just um, uh, a couple, but now as a family. And I think that. um, and I think that, for us, uh, worked really well. It really fit into our um, our, our Christian outlook, um, the, the idea of building community and, and mm-hmm. uh, welcoming those who would otherwise not be welcome. Um, right. One of the things we, we learned about afterwards, uh, after the adoption, was that, um, um, in a sense, we were a blessing to the birth family as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In that part of rural um, Texas, it's quite possible that a, a, a mixed-race child would, would have a hard time with um, being mm-hmm. accepted within sure. the community. Mm-hmm. um and so um it was a, it was a it was we have always said it, it was a, a a triple win um it was sure. a win for us it was a win for the birth mother mm-hmm. and it was a it was a win for our daughter and yeah i think that um, all of that together um has really continued to seal the deal for us that yeah. hard as it wasn't and, and challenges as it was and, and mm-hmm. making scary decisions um the bottom line is that um long range, long time, um, we made the right choice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, Trevor, we lived on Bainbridge Island when Mm -hmm. Kaylee was born. Mm -hmm. And uh, she went to um, Montessori School on the Mm -hmm. island. Mm -hmm. And one year they took a picture and she was Mm -hmm. five, four or five, Mm -hmm. I think at the time. And she was the only child of color in the picture. Yeah. And we realized, you know what? Uh, this may not be the best environment to raise a biracial child. You know, yeah. there's very much diversity at the time, mm-hmm. racial diversity on Bainbridge Island. And mm-hmm. I think it was really a sign of the strength of our relationship and just really being mm-hmm. um uh, equally aware of yeah. the values that we had in right. raising our daughter mm-hmm. in that we made the decision then to move off of Bainbridge mm-hmm. into Seattle where yeah. uh, Kaylee could be in a, a school that was much more racially diverse. Right. And, uh, and that was definitely the right decision. It was, you know, it was hard. We had lived on Bainbridge for 10 years yeah. in the same right. house. So right. You know, um, it was a difficult decision to make in some ways in that you kinda have to uproot mm-hmm. uh everything you know and right. move to right. Seattle and it was the you know, middle of a school year and Kaylee mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was only five. So yeah. trying to get used to a completely different right. environment than she right. was used to yeah. was challenging for her.
2: On but, the on the other hand, it became almost instantly apparent that it was the right decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not and not mm-hmm. just for her. Yeah. It was for, yeah, for, for us as we're, well. We're
1: city right. people. It was yeah. going to be back <laughs> <Yeah. The> city, <laughs> right?
2: We, we both had plenty of multicultural friends that that really were very supportive, and yeah, um, and, and 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 the parish, the church we went to was multicultural, so mm-hmm. um, it was it was just it, it just fit in, um, right? Just fit in for us, just just perfectly with both our own desires and also. Yeah. Um, the things that we needed in our own relationship as well. Yeah, and, and you're,
0: you're mentioning these very momentous choices, right? That we made, you know, in these first the first decade or so of our marriage, and and that's why I'm curious about was there ever a time where y'all were on different pages or, or had different starting points, even with these, you know, major decisions that you made.
1: I think the the the, the time when that happened. The most that stands out in my mind is Tom had mentioned earlier that uh, I was working for a company that was acquired by mm-hmm. uh, a, a biotech company down mm-hmm. in Southern California. Okay. And the decision, Kaylee was 11 by this okay. time and well yeah. established in Seattle and right. at St. and at the school where she went to. Mm-hmm. And we you know thought long and hard about it mm-hmm. uh was offered a position down in southern california tom mm-hmm. was going to have to find a brand new job mm-hmm. uh in a you know probably a different field than yeah. he had been working in at the time yeah and um you know one of the uh, one weekend not long after we uh were facing this decision about mm-hmm. whether or not to just move to california mm-hmm. Um, the readings were about um, uh, Jesus uh, inviting Peter to step out of the boat
0: mm-hmm. and walk mm-hmm. toward
1: him on the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom and I kind of looked at each other and said, "I I think we might be being mm-hmm. invited to step out of the boat.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um,
1: and to put trust in God that this was a time in our mm-hmm. lives that." was a new opportunity for growth for all Mm -hmm. three of us. Mm -hmm. And so we made that decision and we moved to Southern California. Um, Tom got a great job down there with Cal State uh, University. Mm -hmm. And and then it got, we we were about three years in Mm -hmm. and the job was not working out for me.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: And so... Um, so we made the difficult decision to move back, and I would say that that's probably a time where, uh, if Tom had had his preference and could make a decision just sure. for himself, he would have stayed in Southern sure. California because he he really liked that job. And yeah. so that was probably the that was probably the toughest. Uh,
0: this decision. is an issue so many couples face. I talk about this with people all the time, right? Someone has an opportunity. We, we are invited to, you know, step out of the boat in your, in your language here and, and think about, um, you know, doing something to totally shake up our snow globe as a couple. And, and we both have maybe different ideas about what we feel, what we want. And, and so how do we navigate that? Because it's certainly an easy area for resentment to live for couples if they don't handle those moments effectively.
2: Yeah, well, I kept asking Rose why her next assignment wasn't in Paris, France, or something. <laughs> so that we could uh, <laughs> It <laughs> was Paris,
0: Paris, California, you know. Yeah, well, we could, we
2: could <laughs> Paris, Texas, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but why why couldn't this been something more exotic or something yes. really down mm-hmm. and really attractive to us? But mm-hmm. um, but as it turned out, um, I went back to my old boss at Boeing and she says, Come on in, and I was mm-hmm. I wasn't without work for very long. Um, sure. Rose got a job at, at, the, um, Fred Hutch, um, cancer mm-hmm. research, um, mm-hmm. company and, um, and, uh, Kelly went back to the same school that she hadn't quite finished yet when we sure. left for California, yeah. um, on her way to Holy Names Academy and, and University of Montana. So uh, it, it's, um, it's, um, the, the thing about us is, is, is that, um, um. Some people we know of have made these kind of – had to make face these kinds of decisions. Sure. Um, and the relationship in their family went south. It yeah. It just wasn't, wasn't, didn't work out at all. Mm-hmm. And as Rose mentioned, um, I had a job um, with the Cal State University system that was just right in – just the right kind of a job for me. Mm-hmm. Really good people to work with, um, uh, very um, um, growth-oriented, um, lots of opportunity to use mm-hmm. my talents and gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, I, I was going back to where, where I had – I had been before, which was okay. Um, part of it is, I think, when building a relationship is that you, um, there are compromises to be made. There are mm-hmm. things that, that need to be done and, and, and set aside and, mm-hmm. and 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 look at a longer picture um, mm-hmm. of where we're going. The one thing that Rose and I have been, it's been a real strength of our relationship, is that we very much trust each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in this case, one of the things I really had to trust was that her job was Simply no longer tenable, mm-hmm. and it, and mm-hmm. at that company it wasn't going to be tenable, mm-hmm. and we needed to make at least that much of a change, at least yeah. a job. And, and if we're going to do that, why don't we also take the opportunity and go back to where our roots are and where our right. families were? So, right. Um, even though we had three good years there, Kelly had a, went to a great school there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the uh, the fact is that um, um, it was it was time to go home, and, and mm-hmm. um, we trust each other that that was the right decision, and as it yeah. turned out. It worked out just fine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And and how long do, would you say it took you to arrive there from maybe different starting points, right? You know, Tom, like you're saying, preferring to potentially stay and, and Rose preferring to leave to when you decided, okay, this is the right choice. That we're going to go with what Rose wants.
2: I'd say it took about 10 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rose well, is persuasive.
1: Yeah. Right? Well, what happened is there was a, a wedding. Kaylee's god brother mm-hmm. uh, was getting married, mm-hmm. and we came up to Seattle um, for the wedding, mm-hmm. and it was the summer.
0: Oh was, yeah, this is a tale as old as time, right? To get sold. Yeah, older.
1: and it was at Holy Names Academy,
0: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: and so we. You know, we went to the wedding and we said to Kaylee, you know, if you, uh, if we move back to Seattle, mm-hmm. it would be likely that Holy Names Academy would be your mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was at the time, you know, as much as a seventh grader, seventh grader mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. know her own mind was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great adventure. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it was and, and that's really when. You know, I think it locked in for all of us. Um, It was it was rough for for Kaylee, especially, I think she Mm -hmm. had developed good friendships and, Mm -hmm. you know, now had to kind of start all over again. So that that was a little bit that was kind of a rough Mm -hmm. waters there for the first year or so. And the school that she had gone to, the quality of the school had really uh, kind of disintegrated so sure. much so that, you know, mm-hmm. of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. It was like, oh, no. we shouldn't have put it back. You know, blah, blah, blah. Sure. we should have waited yeah. one more year. Whatever. I mean, there's so many yeah. should have, would have, in a decision right. like that. You know, right. what if we had decided to stay in sure. California and tough mm-hmm. it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody knows. How that and, and,
0: but that's what's interesting, right, is that a couple at your stage in life, It'd be easy to do the "what if" game. People do that, right? You know, yeah. people do spend time regretting, thinking about what could have been. But you strike me as having a sense of peace, right, about all of these decisions, right? That, that's that's pretty right. remarkable, right? You know, with the, you know, again, any of the yeah. choices that you mentioned, you know, could have been things that
2: you, you know, yeah. harbored regret yeah, around. You can waste a lot of emotional energy and a lot of time, and give away a lot of your. The oil on your lamp, um, trying to figure out if you made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, every time we moved, every time we changed jobs during our life, um, there was another little porthole to go through. And, and we had a choice to make. We made a choice, and, and here we are. Um, and we sometimes say, well, what if we'd have done that differently? What if we'd have, um, what if I'd have started Boeing sooner? What if I'd have um, done, you know, we did state in California? Sure. Just on and on and on. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you make a decision and mm-hmm. um, we have enough faith in each other and enough faith in God to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, no, let's 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 go with what we've decided and make that work until yeah. it doesn't. And the nice right. thing for us is that um, in with very few exceptions, what we've chosen to make work has worked mm-hmm. and continues to work even to yeah. this day. Yeah,
1: That's- And I think a lot of that is because we're committed to it. You know, once mm-hmm. we make the decision, right. we're not going to waffle, you know. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the moving van packed in Southern California and say, you know – Let's wait. <laughs> right. No, it is, you know, the train mm-hmm. is about to leave the station. And so, yeah. right. and like Tom said, it really is the yeah. friendship that we have, the love mm-hmm. that we have, the shared faith that we have, yes. that we have the wherewithal. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, you know, then we can. Make the next decision, whatever that's yeah, going to be. Like you, you know? did,
0: right, in California, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Right. And I think you're highlighting something here that's so valuable, which is making something the right decision, right? You know, because it's one thing to choose something. And it's another thing to really truly make it the, the right choice for yourself by by living fully into it, right? You know, and having faith in each other and, and, and in your higher power that will... You know, take take the choice to where it needs to be, and and that's really meaningful Mm -hmm. to hear, right? You know, and hope hopefully, people as they listen to this can can kind of appreciate that idea that okay, it's you know, harboring regret, harboring resentment about how things could have gone. You know, it doesn't seem like it's something you all have have spent much of the oil in your lamp on.
2: Right. No, and, and another good thing that happened was that um, Rose retired about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, and having just finished her, all but finished her master's degree in theology. And all of a sudden, um, a whole new world opened for us, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, both because we had time to do, pursue new things and mm-hmm. not just punch the clock. Right. But also new opportunities kept, kept, kept mm-hmm. arising. Mm-hmm. With her theology degree, Rose was now invited to, to preach on occasion um, mm-hmm. to become part of the discerning deacons, um, supporting the coordination yeah. of women, um, right. all the things with church. Um, and I had been um, retired and doing other things, uh, mm-hmm. treasurer of homeowners group and God knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is now we're both retired mm-hmm. and now we share we share those journeys. That's what took us yeah. to Rome this past fall was our commitment to the global church and um, yeah. the opportunity that we've had right. to be invited to, to share in the leadership and the ministry that goes with that. Yeah. Um, all of which uh, we kind of have spent our whole life preparing for yeah. a new opportunity, and right. now in five years, ten years, uh, what's the next opportunity? Yeah, uh, always, always enjoying the moment, giving it our best, but knowing full well that this may not be the last opportunity, nor even the best opportunity that we'll ever right. have. Right.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that Tom and I are both pretty pragmatic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like okay maybe it didn't work out or maybe it did work out. You know, Mm -hmm. there's no sense in going back and
0: being
1: wistful or sorrowful. You know, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people get caught up in that. And Tom and I, you know, I think are just blessed with, well, okay, this Mm -hmm. is what we're facing right now. Just Mm -hmm. move into it. You know, there's no point. Um, I'm trying to remember the phrase that a good friend of mine said uh, when I had gotten my second cancer diagnosis, Mm -hmm. she said, So, you know what? There is no way around it. The only way is through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just really took that advice uh, Mm -hmm. to heart. And, you know, it just just really seemed to embody the, it's like whatever is put in front of you, you know, don't try to skirt around it or just move through it. Because, you know, at one point, if you do that, you're going to be on the other side of it. And being on the other side of it is your goal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, right. looking at those cancer surgeries, uh, yeah. all I thought about was when when they were finished, right? Yeah. Not, oh, how is it going to be to go through right. them? How is right. it going to be to go through chemotherapy, yada, right. yada? But just to know that mm-hmm. there was the other end of it was yeah. there and right. just trying to keep that sight. And so I think that, you know, Tom and I, we just we, we both think that way, you know, it's, it's, this is, this is what, um, is in front of us right now and we're going to do the best we can to get through it.
0: From the very beginning, right? When you were, you were in front of each other, right? Um, (laughs) And, and, and so you've walked us through here, your kind of life cycle as a family, right? You know, meeting, you know, having children, Raising children, launching them, you know, um, going through your careers to retirement, and and now you're at this stage of life where you're kind of thinking about, you know, next opportunities to explore together, and and also end of life together, right? You know, this this kind of um, you know, <clears throat> the next phase of your journey, and, and what's that like? You know, to be at a point now where you've you've done all these wonderful things together, and now you're looking at, you know this final stage of your relationship?
2: I think part of, um, of growing old in life is, is understanding that, um, um, the experiences and the joys and the, and the opportunities and the friendship and the, um, the love we've shared all these years, um, is, um, is, is is what glows in the dark now at at our age. Mm -hmm. So it makes our relationship um, even that much better, even that much stronger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have enough faith in God to believe that, um, even though we'll die in this world, um, that relationship will continue mm-hmm. um, in, in by processes and opportunities that we'll we'll never understand. Yeah. That said, um, um, we find that less scary about the end than and more of um, let's enjoy the commitment we've made and and the life we have together um, mm-hmm. as long as God will will, will let us. And yeah. that's been that's been the joy of it, and that's why. Even at at, at age seventy seven, here I am um, going to Rome on a new adventure, mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of sitting in front of a TV where where um, uh, with a with, with, with a blanket on my lap. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. There, there are some little things we do that I think help us in, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to sound—I don't want to be sound preachy—but one of the things that we stopped doing about maybe, um, maybe about. Five or six, seven years ago, we basically stopped watching television, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we could probably actually get rid of our television, the, except for so watching.
1: Except for sometimes the Seahawks uh, still draw us uh, back. Sometimes, right. so maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe
2: a golf tournament. That's or that, 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 maybe that's sometimes kind of fun.
1: the Mar- maybe the Mariners this mm-hmm. year. Maybe. maybe <laughs>
2: <most golfers. laughs>
1: right. Ever doesn't think so.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also hardly ever go out to eat. We almost mm-hmm. always cook, mm-hmm. and we both like. Cook, yeah, um, and so we enjoy the experience of just having that time together, just mm-hmm. cooking the meal and, and a glass of wine, and just saying, um, "How was your day? What are we talking about today? Right. What right. you know, what meeting are we coming up to next? What what factor yeah. should we be continuing?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, and also, um, um, we try to be resourceful. Um, yeah. our cars are old. We don't. We, in fact, we had one car for many years, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and now we have two because of our different activity. But yeah. um, they're old cars. We we yeah. we don't feel an obligation to to um to invest in things which are not going to return the investment to us right um, right in, in, in the long run yeah. so I, I, just little things that 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 we have found that for us um you know step aside from what could be instead um, embrace what is and yeah. and uh, that which we like yeah.
1: yeah and i think you know tom being 10 years older than me you know he we're both becoming a little more aware of our own mortality. Sure. Um, we went to college with a woman whose obit was in the paper this weekend. Yeah, and right. I'm like, what? She was only 68. How can mm-hmm. that be? You know, yeah. It really kind of jars you and makes right. you realize, you know, m- make good with the time that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so we are both you know, in relatively good shape physically and mentally. Um, there are a lot of people who are struggling with chronic disease at our age, at Tom's age. And, uh, and so just last night, we were over a glass of wine looking through the book on Great Britain and making mm-hmm. plans to go to nice. to England and France sometime uh, in the spring.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: And it's those kinds of things that we just love so much to do together. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of talking about, well, who should we invite to go with us? And finally I said, you know, Tom, we're each other's best friend. Yeah. Let's just go with your best friend. We go don't have to drink you know, yeah. other you know, yeah. hangers We'll just enjoy each other's company. So right, right. We're, we're really
0: looking forward to that. Yeah. So we're really trying to stay in the moment and enjoy all of this time together. Right. You know, and obviously, like you're saying, end of life, death, mortality, these are topics that are just. Part of your lives, right? You know, it's just a normal part of life at this stage, but but it doesn't keep you from doing the things that are so vital to what it means to be you as a couple. Right?
1: Yeah, you know, exactly. and that's
0: that's really meaningful to to hear. Otherwise, so, you
1: might as well sit in front of the TV with a uh, with a lap robe. You know, well, you yeah. know, there's
0: these things that you're talking about, right? You know, they they are okay. popular. Right? You know, yeah, they, know. <laughs> regret, regret sitting in front of the TV. Um, they are choices you could have made, right? But yeah, we but could they, are yes. choices exactly. that there are things you're choosing not to do. Right. You know, and that's that, that's meaningful. Right. It doesn't just happen. Right. You know, the, the, the kind of uh, perspective you have in life, it's, it's something that you have created for yourselves, which is, which is uh, important.
1: I I just think that the shared intellect that Tom and I have, we're Mm -hmm. both very, Mm -hmm. like, like I said, very deeply spiritual, really Mm -hmm. have a deep love of God and trust in God that whatever Mm -hmm. is coming, Mm -hmm. we have what it takes so just right.
2: hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, our theology no longer includes transubstantiation. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, thank yeah, you for, yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah, clearing yeah. that up. The audience was uh, was really <laughs> concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, you know, I always like to give these things a title here. So what would you say is the, the title of your story? A Journey, um, Live Together um, in Love. Mm. A journey lived together in love. Is that, is that it you think, Rose?
1: I, yeah, I I suppose you know I don't I don't I'm not very good at coming up with catchy phrases. You know, <laughs> for the moment, at two o'clock in the morning, I could text you something and well and tell you what I think. This should you have be my part.
0: number. Uh, I case. I just
1: think you know it we it is a life well lived. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the decision that we made to get married mm-hmm. way back in 1985 is still to this day the right decision. Yeah, and. Um, and I think the, just sitting here and describing our life to you, uh, what our marriage story is, uh, is kind of uh, helping me realize that, you know what, we, we did pretty good. I still yeah. really like this guy.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some of your listeners might say, God, that is so boring. How, how do they ever manage to, to survive all the boredom <laughs> with that? And, they don't watch TV. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, I think
0: that you you've you've do some other things that are quite interesting, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I
2: mean, the, one, the one thing I would rarely say about our lives is that we're bored. Yeah. That there's, there's always something going yeah, on. Always, always got something, something going on. It was just the latest novel that we're just gaga over. So it's 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 just a, a good space for us yeah. to be
0: in. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time and and your valuable time and and, and um, sharing your your story with the audience. And uh, looking forward to uh, to hearing what comes next.
2: Thanks so much That's for right. the opportunity, Trevor. Thank you, Trevor. Where goes the time?
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Marriage Stories. As always, I am your host, Trevor White. Production of this episode was done by Gabe Martinez. Music provided by OK Carol. Our website, where you can find all of our episodes and sign up to receive new episodes direct to your inbox, is LaunchToLand.com. Once again, that's LaunchToLand.com. Feel free to follow along on all of our social media channels at LaunchToLand as well as our YouTube channel. Starting your own marriage story? Head over to LaunchToLand.com and check out our premarital counseling video series with host and licensed marriage and family therapist Trevor White. This comprehensive series will prepare you to take off in the marriage you want. Listeners can use a special promo code PROLOG to get 15% off your first purchase. Once again, that is promo code PROLOG to get 15% off your first purchase. Enjoying marriage stories? Please subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review. And as always, be sure to join us next week as we take another marriage story off the shelf.